So I was uh, 22 and then I was thrown into the deep end, you know, like not knowing what to do, eh, what should I say, right. what should I, where should I go. But I came with uh, a small package and that is ideas. Okay. Okay. I love to, you know, come up with ideas. I love to, you know, be at the meetings and okay. go, oh, you know what guys, I want to do this. Okay. You know what guys, we should do this. Okay. So so I'm the I'm the cheerleader and okay. the the idea generator. Okay, right? don't don't step into humble bragging, please. So I love <laughs> and I have very good ideas. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh okay, so so basically I'm 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 just more proactive in you know, coming up with, with stuff, lah, right? Yeah, you have a lot of like, you know, things that you want to do and you just say it. I That's was true. told in my face before. Uh-huh. How old are you? Have you been here for at least 15 years? Right. No, right? So just shut up. What? Hello! What's up? It's us, Gerald and Kim from 987 Get Up. And uh, here is a brand new season, season four of mm. The Naked Truth. Um, before we start things off, I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who has loved this podcast. Um, we actually got DMs when we took a pause saying, oh my gosh, I just found your podcast on Spotify. I, I didn't realise that we were on Spotify. I got to know recently as well. Yes, and uh, so we're on Spotify. We're on Me Listen. You can actually listen to our podcast there as well. Are, are we anywhere else? I think Apple Music as well. Uh, yes. So th- thank you to the, to the <laughs> behind-the-scenes team Team who yeah. actually put all these these things together. We just come to work and we just talk, so we have no idea where it goes to. <laughs> but um, we're back, and thank you so much for loving the podcast as mm. well, and uh, sending in you know some of your stories and sharing with us after listening to the podcast as well. I, I didn't realize that you know um, there was so much impact yeah. from the podcast and the topics that we talked about. So last season we covered you know a couple of things, like for example. Um, for boyfriend and girlfriend You know Should yes. you go on a holiday together Or try living together Before getting married uh, You know Is sex important In a relationship yes. We also topics, talked about yeah Topics that not many people Would want to talk to Their parents about But we can talk to you about it. Yeah mm-hmm. Exactly uh, I'd like to thank people uh, For you know Supporting our podcast as well You know why Because we found out That you know um, The Naked Truth Is in the top 10 Here in Mediacorp Oh wow Yeah yeah, I yeah. didn't know that We That's just why. talk But okay <laughs> So we're back with season 4 First episode And this topic is Bipolar popular demand. Oh, a yes? lot of you guys were like, oh my gosh, you have to talk about this because I feel like I need to hear other people's story to know that I'm not alone. So this week's topic is nasty bosses or toxic workplaces. Are we really going to say it? You do know that, you know, wherever we're broadcasting this from or recording this from, we we actually work from the same office as our bosses. Okay. Oh, I, oh, right, right. We don't have to talk about our current bosses. Uh, like previous yeah, bosses. You could if you want to. I don't know. Okay, we shall. Uh, in just a <laughs> while. <laughs> okay, but but we, we, we asked you on uh, Instagram as well, you know, um, are there any stories about like toxic yeah. workplaces or nasty bosses? And a lot of you actually replied us, so we're going to read them in just a little while. Yeah, we're going to check in with some of your responses. In fact, there's actually um, so many. Uh, this one we actually saw from NUS Whispers. Okay. Um, how do you tell whether or not your boss is practicing favoritism in a workplace and how do you like counter react when, from that? When you know that the person you don't like in the office is always getting the bonus, yes, that's yeah. favoritism. Uh, it's a it's a very like <laughs> long story, but just to summarize, basically they have the same um skill set, they do the same projects, but um the boss will always give the other person a little bit more leeway. Uh-huh. Um if the person makes a mistake, you know, it's okay. But if you make a mistake, you know, it's it's like, you know, your fault. Um the person gets like priorities for like holidays and like, you know, bonuses and everything lah and like just being extra nice to that one person has this happened to you before Gerald? Okay before I answer you this question I would just like to just turn the tables around if you're a boss uh-huh. in the future you know you have a chance to be a manager yeah do you think you'd be so fair that you don't actually like one person over the other? 
Uh, I mean, if I'm fair, that's not supposed to happen, right? You're, you're, I mean, we're all human. Yeah, so okay. how surely there'll be a better worker and therefore, you know, you, you're you more inclined to use that person for yeah, projects yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. I think favoritism is, is a very broad topic. It's kind of like how it's practiced that mm. is more of the issue. Because as human beings, obviously, you're more inclined to like more certain people more yeah. and then like other people less. But I think, you know, when in a workplace setting, let's say if you're a boss, mm. if you kind of like take that into consideration and make it very personal, uh. then that's when it becomes an issue like say for example if you know both of them submitted their leave dates on the same day and then because you like this person more you say oh this I'll give it to this person so you cannot take leave then obviously that's wrong lah oh that's that's very weird you know don't take it personal but if you like the person more you like the person more that's fine you Mm. just don't have to like you know do it in the work in a professional setting you know if if everything's done, you know, over the table, yeah. then let it be solved and, and you know, like exactly. done over the table. If you know? mistakes are made, then, you know, both should be reprimanded. Don't like one person make me say like, eh, it's okay. Then the other person make me say, then you scold. Cannot yeah. lah. Unfortunately for me, I was the favourite one. Oh. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh what? my God, no. sit down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Step aside. I'm just kidding. Okay, may- maybe in school, I was right. like the teacher's pet. Right. So I, I enjoyed that. Ah, <laughs> no, cute, but- eh? But but uh, very cute. Uh, but <laughs> when I was, I mean, at workplace, um, okay, I wasn't like a pet. I'm I'm I mean, I'm talking about not not here at MediaCorp, but before, my boss would allow me to actually come up with ideas. Okay. My ex boss, right? And um, somehow I was given a little bit more leeway, even though you know it's not a tried and tested idea. He would right. say, "Yeah, go for it." But then, <laughs> another person who would like to actually try another idea mm-hmm. of his or her own well, they would actually have to go through a bit of like a three or four meetings before they say yes. Yeah, I've actually been in a situation before whereby in a meeting setting, mm. like with everybody in the room, like I say something and like it's completely ignored by the boss. But then after that... Oh, it like, also depends on the idea. No, no. And then a few minutes later, <laughs> someone says the exact same thing. Oh, okay. And then oh. suddenly it's like a brilliant idea. Like literally the exact same thing. Said li- in the same way. You're living it now, is it? No, no. Not Last as in like time. it's happened before. Oh, right. Okay, okay. And and after a while, I was just like, so I just, I stopped speaking. I was like, mm, it's okay. I'll, I mean, I've got great ideas, but I'll just keep quiet first. You know how to counter that? How? Uh? You send an email. Oh, that's a great idea. Then you carbon copy all yeah, yeah, yeah. the different bosses. Yeah, so I decided to stop <laughs> saying it because, you know, saying it seems to mean nothing and like doing the email thing actually works. Mm. Okay, we're going to share a couple more stories first because uh, there's so many for like, you know, toxic bosses and nasty yes, bosses. Yes, yes. Uh, this person actually said, hey, um, I won't share where I work at, but it's uh, an office here in Singapore. Uh, I remember going for an interview and when I reached the final stage of, of an interview, there was actually a few people in the room. Okay. And there was obviously a very pretty girl. Right. Now, I'm not saying that she's just pretty and not smart, right. but it was almost obvious that the bosses wanted her to be on the team before anybody else. Okay. Because it was a group interview at the final stage, right? right? They were all asked the same question and given the opportunity to answer one at the time. Okay. So when everyone answered, they kind of just kept like a poker face and like, you know, just wrote their, their thoughts down, which is what an interview should be. You mm. should be quite poker faced. But when um, that lady, that pretty girl actually, you know, gave like, you know, her answer, which was decent. Oh, they were all clapping and cheering and saying that, you know, oh, you know, you know, she's she's so good. So the other um, interviewees and I felt strongly uncomfortable because mm. we felt like then what's the point of doing the interview? And um, obviously, I don't need to say this, but none of us were offered the job. She actually got the job. Oh, yo. So I don't know if it's because she's just because she's pretty or, you know, she's pretty and smart, but it's very, very common to actually see favoritism in workplaces whereby the better looking people actually have more benefits, guys and girls alike. Do you think this is true? If you um, look better, 
you are prettier or like, you know, uh, more handsome, uh, you tend to get more more benefits. I think this is like a whole other topic also. I, I, I was um, the assistant programming director of 987. Right. I didn't gain all the good looking ones. Mm, Wait, oh, what am I saying? What am I saying? I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like, I didn't get to this position by being good looking. Oh, no, or no, no. Or something like that. No, I, well, I, I okay. Honestly, um, wow, this is very tough to answer, but everyone's human, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, first impression counts. There's a reason why, you know, you you dress up nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go in sloppy, I mean, it's, I'm too bad. Lah. You know, it's not easy to choose you to, to be the next person to actually be part of this job. I'm going to say this. I've seen it happen with my own eyes before. Yeah. Like they choose the pretty girl and then like the rest who are talented or even more talented how they do just you know like he, he or she is pretty or handsome I mean they've gone through a couple of rounds like, no uh, I've seen the person before like oh, oh this okay. is the pretty one and the rest of them like they're they're okay looking but okay. you know they, they chose the pretty one um, but I gotta say something okay um, good looks can get you um, advantages right that is that is a true fact of life sad eh? it's sad but it's true yeah. okay I mean it's sad for the people who don't look as good I guess happy for the people who look as good however good looks can only get you so far yeah. So it might help you to step through the door first because you have that, you know, advantage. But if you don't do well after you step through that door, that will be the end of your road. You will not manage to progress as True. far as someone else who, you know, has the real talent and substance. True. So I think it will be very silly to say that no lah, good looks, you know, won't, uh, you know, mean nothing. They do. They definitely give you an advantage in life, but it can only give you that much advantage. That's right. But yeah. But of course, if... So continue um, to work hard. If the person is good looking, the boss gets the person in to do a project, for example, mm-hmm. and then after the person doesn't really do a lot of work and yeah. the, boss is, the boss still, you know, like favours this person, then that's wrong. Yeah, for you sure. Know? But if the good looking person is really hardworking and does the work well... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You give props to that person don't, too. Don't la. blame the person for being good yeah. looking. La. I mean, he or she didn't ask for it also. Um, Here's another story. This person says, okay, I always plan my schedules around my off days because we have to book our off days way in advance. Eh, similar to our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there's almost never a time that I manage to take my off days without incident. Hmm. Every time it gets closer to my leave dates, my boss will ask, do you really need all these days off? Ayo, cannot lah. Cannot ask this no question. And obviously, I would have already planned for, you know, holidays to go overseas and this was bracket pre-pandemic times. However... I would never see this issue happen with my other colleagues, but she would always find an issue with me going away saying that, you know that this is peak period or you know like, you know, there's a lot of times you should stay back to help. Um, it seems like you're always going away, you know, when we need you around the most, etc. But my my holidays are always planned at least six months in advance. Oh no, I'm sorry. If you if you plan your holidays long, way before, you know, you take the leave, then yeah. that's, that's, I feel like it's the boss's problem you know it feels like right. a personal problem you you go and settle the the timetable yourself yeah you know? scheduling is not you know like your job you've already planned your schedule yes, as far yes. in advance as possible if I have that enough leave yeah. then okay la. but of course if the person says oh no I want to take uh, no pay leave for like four months of then that's another story. And the contrast yeah. would be then uh, when some of my colleagues just, you know, asked to take leave like the weekend before and they managed to get it the next week. Mm. So to me, it's like, then what's the point of planning my leave so far in advance? Ooh, I feel like I've experienced this before like so many times. Okay. Yeah. Um, thanks for all your, your texts and mm. your messages coming through. I, I will share with you one thing. Suddenly, I just thought of this thing, right? Okay, let me sit down. Story time. Uh, no, no. Uh, this is where the juice okay. comes out. Okay, okay. Um, so like, I won't tell you where... It uh-huh. might be here, it might be before where I came from, it might Definitely be even here. before I where where I used to come from. Um but okay, so so I let, let's just say that, you know, uh I I started radio at a very young age. Like twelve? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like 
I was an intern and I started radio. Actually, how old do you start radio? Like for real? Okay, I don't for actually reals, remember. For real, I was 22. Oh, that's around the same age as me then. Because yes. I started radio uh, second year in university. So I was 21, yeah. I think. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I was uh, 22 and then I was thrown into the deep end, you know, like not knowing what to do, eh, what should I say, right. what should I, where should I go. But I, I came with a, a small package and that is ideas. Okay. Okay. I love to, you know, come up with ideas. I love to, you know, be at the meetings and okay. go, oh, you know what, guys, I want to do this. Okay. You know what, guys, we should do this. Okay. So, so I'm the I'm the cheerleader and okay. the the idea generator. Okay, right? don't don't step into humble bragging, please. So I love <laughs> and I have very good ideas. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so so basically, I'm 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 just more proactive in you know coming up with with stuff lah, right? Yeah, you have a lot of like you know things that you want to do and you just say it. That's I was true. told in my face before. Uh huh. How old are you? Have you been here for at least 15 years? Right. No, right? So just shut up. Whoa! Okay, to be honest, maybe back then when I was very young, right, my ideas weren't that good. You know what I mean? Like, like it was just fresh off school. Yeah. Uh, from all the projects that we've done and therefore, you know, I, I applied those, those skills and knowledge, right? But creativity doesn't have an age pack to it. You know what I told that person? Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, do not ever say this to anybody because no idea is a bad idea until you try it. Yeah. Whoa! The whole meeting! <laughs> and, and, and mind you, I was just an intern. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I said this to uh, to one of the bosses, lah, okay? Yeah. Until you try it, no idea is a good, uh, bad idea. Everyone just supported my idea. That's, the smaller bosses just said, you know what, I think we should try try out Gerald's idea. That's that's really awesome. I think in a workplace setting, right, Um, it's really important to have colleagues who will support you yeah um it's not just about whether or not your boss is nasty sometimes the boss you know is is just one person but if you have your colleagues around to say hey you know what this is actually a great idea let's try it it's it's really important and and on the topic of ideas oh my gosh gerald i'm sure you've been in this position before have you ever had your ideas stolen and oh, then, many times. Yeah, and then just use without, you know, credit, without your name because that's happened to, to uh, I think, you and I both quite a couple of times. Oh, I got a story. There was a boss, right, uh-huh. who once actually told me to go to his slash her. I won't tell you. Okay. I won't be too obvious, right? Uh-huh. To go to his slash her laptop. Right. To send the email under his slash her name. My ideas. What? Yes. Okay, that's very silly. To la. send to the bosses. That's, that's not even stealing ideas, really. <laughs> like, what? Really? Yeah. So, um, over the years, I've, I've gotten to the point whereby I realized that sometimes the best way to protect yourself is to, to make sure that you're the person speaking to mm. whoever is going to be in charge of, you know, making sure that idea comes to life. Yeah. Or if not, just send an email because yeah. that seems like everything that's written, you know, is, is always evidence. Yeah. And I think, you know, what makes a good boss is someone who is willing to allow their counterparts or someone who is, you know, below them have that, that room to groom, to be groomed and to grow. Yeah. And, because and if you're always thinking that this this young person is going to take take over me one day, right. then you're not a good boss. Lah. You know, you're just trying to sit there to just stay on your throne forever. I mean, this, the throne is pretty big and uh, you would earn enough money by that time. But anyways, um, I think all those things aside, uh, it's if you're facing, you know, any issues in your workplace, mm. if you're in a toxic environment, sometimes it's not just bosses, sometimes it's colleagues as well. Yeah. Uh, make sure that, you know, you speak up to someone. Um, you don't have to fight with people. I think that's the, that's the one thing that people always get wrong. They always feel like, you know, in situations like this, you have to fight with a person. Don't be too riled up. Yeah. That's, that's actually not the smartest way sometimes. Yeah. But the smart way would be to make sure everything is in black and white, you know, make sure that it's email sent, put it down into, you know, paper. Yeah. And um, slowly but surely, people will realise that, oh, they can't mess with you. Hey, but uh, I just mm. want to put it out there as well. Uh. Yeah. 
Sometimes the bosses are good, but the workers are really mean, you know. I mean, yeah lah. I mean, okay, we're, we're not going to dive into that because it's a whole different topic. Yeah. But um, um, for sure, if you are lazy, you don't do your things and, you know, you're not nice, then, then let's not even consider nasty bosses. Some workers, you know, although, I mean, they, not all those, but, but they're lazy. Instead of, you know, like like being scolded for being lazy, they sabo the boss. They backstab the boss Ay-oy. and tell the bigger boss, oh, this boss not doing well. Okay, uh, that's, that's like, not nice. That's like some like, I don't know, like, TVB drama like story. K pop. Really. Uh, K-, K drama. K drama story. Yeah, yeah. They should actually come to, up with. You know what? I shall away. write one for them. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fair amount of experiences. <laughs> yeah, but if you're experiencing, you know, a toxic workplace or like, you know, nasty bosses, know that for sure you're not alone. Mm. I think um unfortunately to say this, there are a lot of officers and workplaces that there has actually one nasty person. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're stronger than what you think and ultimately, if you're really not happy, it's okay. The grass can always be greener on the other side where you choose to water it. That's right. And okay. we hope you enjoyed this episode, of course. Uh, if you would like to actually share this one, you can. Mm-hmm. Tell your, all your friends about it. Go on to the Me Listen app. Yes, uh, on Spotify as well as on Apple Music. Uh, mm. We're on podcast there as well. We just found out. Hey. That's right. But this is season four of The Naked Truth. Uh, more topics we're going to be hitting you with. So let us know if you want to hear anything. We yeah. are on socials as well 987FM you can find us at Oh How Strange on Instagram as well as Gerald Cole 987 on Instagram thank you follow us as well as tell us what you want to talk about yes 